0: And our number two here in the neutral zone. Bob and Bear still hanging out. Um, if you want to join us, we're gonna break down the citrus bowl that happened on Monday. We've been kind of we've been kind of plugging away on the basketball, but we had some we had some pretty impressive football on Monday. Um, if you want to join us, 865 546 8200 we will take your call and we'll listen to what you gotta say, I guess. <laughs> But anyway, Monday, um, Citrus Bowl, it's not my favorite bowl to play in as a Tennessee fan because, you know, Spurriers, disparaging comments years and years and years ago. Can't spell citrus without UT. Right. But anyway, um, the guy who we've been wanting to see all year long just completely dismantled Iowa. I mean, I don't know how much – I don't know how impressive that is, but when you shut somebody out, I'll take it all day.
1: I agree. Um, I, th- I, I felt like uh, it was kind of a t- tale of two cities in that uh, <laughs> I felt like we were watching – when Iowa's quarterback was out there, we were watching our, our old quarterbacking story yeah. versus our new one that was on the other side of the field. Um, you know, all the all the super, superlatives have come out on Nico. You know, this game's almost a week old, but we'll take a second to recap it too from our perspective. That's probably the best one hundred and fifty yard passing game I've seen in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, maybe that maybe that underscores how frustrated we've been. Well,
0: and I I didn't mention this point either, but we'll take beating the Big Ten West champion. Yeah, I mean they they played for a conference championship and I completely just forgot about it. Yeah, I mean wonder why? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they uh,
1: they're yeah their quarterback that Deacon was terrible dude. Yeah, Man, he was terrible.
0: That if they had started that other quarterback though he would have he would have ran all over us I think. Yeah, because he was right there at the end of the game. I was getting concerned they were going to score.
1: He was their leading rusher in yeah. that game. Yeah. Um, In very short amount of time. But um, but Nico, I I felt look, he the part that was a a dimension to him that we hadn't seen for a while is that the term I used kind of that slippery feel to him where um, Joe was just so kind of methodical, robotic. Um yeah. I know he could throw it a mile, but could he really read something underneath or could he improvise or could he could he run from the standpoint of not just running like a freight train straight ahead. Right. You know? Um Nico did a little bit of all of that. Now to be fair, I felt and it's his first game, so we've got to understand that. He held the ball a little too long for my yeah. taste a few I, times.
0: Yeah, he got he took a couple sacks, but I'd rather him do that than Get pressured, throw it into the
1: teeth of defense, and then they're gone for yeah. Particularly their defense because they've that's how right. they've won games is obviously their defense is good, but they capitalize on it by you know pick right. sixes and safeties and all that other stuff. So right, you know,
2: So, but
0: it, it looks like we're we're getting a call from the Double C Ranch. It seems like welcome in,
3: Craig. Rank up the NFL Films Music because it's playoff time in the statewide stadium. We don't need castling. <laughs> we, we, we need the small guy, though. I guess we need a little tattoo, don't we?
2: <laughs>
3: What's
1: up, Cattleman? I'm
3: uh, just getting by, Lord. guys. Hey, first off, uh, clue me in on the updates on the station. I know y'all had some uh, renovations going on. I used to go down there and hang out with uh, Hatfield here and there a little bit. Y'all sit down there in the hood over there over by West.
1: We're still in progress on the... Uh the 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 facility migration it's 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 underway um but yeah we're we're kind of splitting time right now yeah, but
3: yeah, that's, yeah that's overdue that place is a dump <laughs> but
1: uh,
3: hey hey how's clone getting along guys is uh there's a, there was a rumor going around town that uh jay bay came back and fired him in basilio and is clone <laughs> doing all right
1: now nah, clone's good he um again just uh there was a little bit of a you know, uh, accident, but nothing major. He's doing fine. He's just a little sore, and uh, we'll probably hear from him later in the show. But yeah, he's he is ready to put twenty twenty three behind him and get going with twenty twenty four. It was uh, yeah, he's had a hell of a December. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah that's rough. I'm hope he gets well soon and all that. Yes, hope you guys are healthy too and everything. Thank you, man. Hey guys, got a little, uh, devil NFL thought for you? But I'll go with UT, of course, first. Um, guys, is it just me or I'm just jaded? Maybe I think Philly messed me up years ago down there at uh, uh, Petro's or Stefano's, I guess. Um, I'm just having trouble enjoying this season. I mean, I listen to a lot of Lexington Radio. I don't know if you guys do, WLAP, coming out of uh, Kentucky. And whatever you think about Kentucky basketball fans, they're pretty educated. And they sit around, I guess because they know they're in the tournament pretty much every year, but they sit around talking about the NCAA tournament now, seating potential matchups. and That's kind of how I'm thinking. I'm sitting here watching Purdue, Houston, Kansas, of course, Kentucky. I'm, that's what I'm watching. I'm watching the other teams more than Tennessee. Wake me up when the tournament starts, the real tournament.
1: Yeah, we. one thing we were talking about is I, I do think it's probably – it's definitely easy to gravitate towards that when we started hitting some of these clunker non-conference games. I mean, we had some good ones, obviously, earlier back in November and then even uh, – with Illinois, but then these last... State's not really moving the needle for anybody. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to be interested. I mean, I have season tickets, and I didn't go to those games like Norfolk State, Tarleton State, any of those. But now the conference has begun, um, and I think the conference is really interesting. I think there's a couple really top-tier teams, and then there's a lot of pretty good ones, I just think it's going to be. That's really where we're going to get some testing to see how you know, because it's a grind. I mean, this this week could be a really good example of that, Cattlemen, because they're on the road and they're on the road in some tough environments. Uh, Tennessee is in terms of playing at Starkville and at at Georgia. Those are those are not teams that are ranked, but they're you know they both have winning records. They're um, you know they're they're headed in the right direction. Um, but I, I agree with you. I mean, I'd love to look ahead to March. I think, uh, yeah, with someone like Kentucky, that's they're just conditioned, man. They're you know they are a blue blood. We got to you know just accept that fact, and um, they you know they 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 are talking about March. Um, but what they also do is you know every single. Move that gets made by that team, you know, they could Cal could be in disfavor with them in a matter of days if they lose oh, yeah, a
3: game. Well, I, I'm, I'm definitely jaded there, Bob. It's on me. I mean, I, it just kind of hard for me to get fired up for it. I'm still mad about the Bruce Pearl barbecue. <laughs> Auburn looks great. <laughs> the oh, leagueless, yeah. League looks, uh, Dari Nokia was saying on the highlight show this morning that uh, Lunardi has nine teams from the league in early bracketology. Should yeah. be a great year in the league, but. Yeah. When you got regular season Rick crapping the bed in March every year, it's just hard for me to get fired up about it.
1: I hear you, I hear you, but we, you know, hope springs eternal, man. We gotta, we gotta believe. I, I, I like this team. I was at the game last hey. night, and, and I mean they, uh, they, they left no doubt. And I'm not saying Ole Miss oh, yeah. is is a great team, but they're, they're absolutely. I mean, the fact that they were ranked, it's it's probably reflective of Chris Beard's yeah. reputation as a coach, but. Um, that was an impressive win last night, but I I, I hear you. They got to do I it mean, I, later in the season.
3: I, I, Bob, I had family at the game last night. They had a great time. Everybody's getting free Chick Fil A on Monday. I <laughs> guess I'm just to get off my own lawn on this deal. But uh, <laughs> just two more thoughts for you here. Yes. Uh, a little collar pace. I think what I am interested in when it comes to Tennessee athletics, guys, is um, Holly Jolly. Uh, uh, she's off to a little one and zero start.
1: Yeah, you know, that,
3: that, that, that's where the popcorn is—is is Holly Jolly and nepotism. <laughs>
0: We'll see how she does today because she's got a pretty decent game today, doesn't she?
3: I, I yeah, I know they're not playing. ranked. I took a look at the ESPN poll there. Geno's coming in about 12. Remember him? Yeah. Um, we, we he lost uh, his uh, Funts or whatever the girl's name is. He lost his star. But uh, I, I think we got a little entertainment there. Yeah, it's bulky coming Kentucky. to town.
1: Yeah, I I'm curious, has anybody seen the stuff on social media? There's this there's this whole grassroots effort to get this Grand Canyon University coach to <laughs> Oh my lord. What's her name? Is, is Mulkey coming to town? No, <laughs> is it's, coming? no, it's this other um I wanna say her name's like Molly Miller or um, Oh yeah, yeah, but
3: I'm just asking on the schedule this year. Oh I see what the,
1: you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh that's a good question. I I can't answer it. I'm not sure uh if, if LSU's coming here or not. Um Oh yeah. But Sounds like Danny White
3: rolled her over. She so hit the sweet 16 last year. Sounds <laughs> to me like Holly Cholly and Hubby are going to keep stealing that money as far as I can see. How ugly oh would it have to get for uh, for for her to go?
0: Um, I don't know. I like, can I can understand why now. Yeah.
1: Um, I, uh, no. is,
3: is, Debbie, is Debbie Jennings and crew, are they going to do a January 6th and storm uh, the, the administration building <laughs> and make uh, Dr. Danny uh, uh, clean the house out? Oh, Highly, Highly doubt
1: it. Highly <laughs> yeah, doubt I don't it. Think so. Uh,
3: Hey, last thing for you here, Bob. I know we got that Miami uh, angle there. I'm looking forward to watching the Dolphins and Bills tonight. But uh, speaking of tattoo, the Titans got a pretty big game there with the Jags. I hate we're not going to be able to see the um, uh, uh, Panthers-Bucks game day. Uh, Baker Mayfield, is he playing? Do you know?
1: Thought he was playing. I think
0: so. Yeah, they've got.
3: He took a he took a wicked <laughs> shot a week or two back. Yeah, the
0: bucks the Bucks have got a to win today to keep the Falcons out of the playoffs. So we'll see what happens because if the Panthers find some miracle act of God to beat the Buccaneers, the Falcons are in the playoffs.
3: Hey guys, I'm handing the sushi bar for a little sake and light and some <laughs> good fish and some good football. Y'all hang in there and y'all be cool.
1: See you, man. See you, Cattleman. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so the mm. yeah the Molly Miller thing, there's I can uh, understand it. Now. Yeah, well she's one big, but at a D two level she's been at Grand Canyon yeah. for a couple of years, but um, she's got a great career winning record. But yeah, you can piece it together if you do a yeah. If a we Google get the if we get Molly the gentlemen
0: of uh, Vol Nation together pitching yeah. in a dollar and GoFundMe, I can understand it. Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. Um, <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, okay. Back to the citrus bowl for a minute. We'll put a bow on that too. And, and then talk about a little bit about, you know, there was some movement in the transfer portal that impacted Tennessee with Mincy and other things. But I, so, so back one more time on citrus bowl. I think that, uh, the other thing I was, there was a big takeaway for me in the citrus bowl was not just Nico, the obvious there. Um, we got to see a lot of cam selden yeah and we did that's exciting me man
0: yeah it is me too i mean he didn't he didn't get enough time this year i don't think i mean same with nico but i wanted to see selden a lot more than i did this year but hey i'm i'm looking forward to
1: it i think it was just a numbers game oh yeah he just yeah i mean you had
0: you had right and small and then um samson samson playing all year and yeah, if Samson
2: doesn't improve his pass blocking, you're gonna see a lot of Cam Selden yep. come fall. Yeah. Yep. So and I think we now know why you know a lot of the people and some of the same people that are like the Niquanistas <laughs> um <clears throat> that were claiming all football season that why isn't Dylan Samson starting, he's our best running back, you, gotta, and you saw why. Right? Yeah. He doesn't pass block well but really at all. So I think the going back to Selden for a second too,
1: I uh, I guess I remember seeing him in the spring game and I was impressed, but I didn't realize uh, his measurables, so to speak, that he's like 6'2", 225. I didn't yeah. realize he's, he's a pretty decent size back. He's a big kid. Yeah. So um, that's a that's a great change of pace if you think about him and Samson. Right. So, um, but, yeah,
0: back to Mincy. I mean, <clears throat> we've had ba- – our entire secondary basically went in the portal and now we've got Mincy in the portal and I said this off the air, but I think in 2022 that would have been a worse loss because he didn't play that well this year Yeah, from what I remember. And I remember he was out for a few weeks because of the weed stuff, I think. Yeah, he got arrest- no, you're right. He got arrested or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the whole that.
2: deal where he was suspended, but he wasn't suspended right. for Florida. and Right. he didn't want to play right tackle. I mean, that's what we all heard, right? Right. And when right. they brought Campbell in, and uh, it's just I, you get to a point with somebody, you know, if you, if you're on those guys or a head coach at any level, and you've got a player, and you're like, "This is where we want you to play," they're not wanting to play it, then they're not really. They're not. Yeah. You know, it can't really do a whole lot for you. Right. So
0: it's, it's Campbell's back next year, correct? Or is yeah. He, okay. And then you know the news we got this week that Brew McCoy will be returning, which is massive for Nico yeah because um, you can put the ball five yards over his head and he'll still find a way to catch it
1: dude catches everything yeah uh, I mean there's
0: yeah. I've said it on this show multiple times there's a reason he's wearing number 15. yeah 15's always a dog on this team and he's that he's the dog for next year and then Thornton is back again. Yeah, Um, and we've got a couple other guys coming in that are.
1: Yeah, Brazil, and mm -hmm. and of course, got Squirrel. Um, Brazil's
0: going to be fun to watch.
1: Yeah, I hope so. You know, I I saw I saw
0: some of his highlights at Tulane, and yeah, I mean it's Tulane, but still, that guy can move and get to the football.
1: I, yeah and i i'm i'm excited like you are i think i just feel a little snake bit last year after thornton because yeah. there was so much hype around yeah. him coming out and um it just never really materialized um until he got hurt yeah because
0: he got hurt on a touchdown catch
1: yeah yeah so um and keaton's a senior right he's gone i hope so yeah yeah it's so different though than last Nico. year. Last year he made like a lot of clutch catches he did. with Hendon, but he did. this year he was and it was rough.
0: Number switch, yeah.
1: Didn't
2: yeah,
3: look
0: he there. left
2: a lot of money on the table this year. And yeah. I hate that for him, but mm-hmm. I mean, we don't beat Florida probably last year without him. Yep. We probably don't beat Alabama without him.
1: Yeah.
2: You know. Yep. So I hate that you know as last year he didn't do as well as you know the year before, but. I mean, he was – I don't know. I'll always appreciate the guy just because – Oh, yeah. I mean, that rainbow where he laid out against Florida. Yeah. You know, the stuff against Bama. So, he,
1: yeah. He did hook up with Nico in the Citrus Bowl on that one sideline pass. It was, he did. That he was just a,
0: dropped one right across the middle that yeah. hit him in the hands. And also, I still have PTSD from the Virginia game where yeah. Joe hit him – in the, in the numbers, and he would have been gone for, like, 70 yards, and he yeah just
1: dropped it, it just a, dropped it. It was a tough year for him, man. But, um, uh, yeah, was, we'll see. Uh, this has been a, a continued uh, debate that I've had with some other people um, on Nico, and that is... He looks to me like he's bulked up a little bit. But I was, does,
0: yeah, I was going to get to saying something about that as
1: well. But does he need more? And, and I keep using the analogy of uh, – I, I always go back to Trevor Lawrence as a freshman yeah. who um, was probably not too different. Yeah,
0: Looked about like that. Yeah,
1: not too different than how Nico looks today in terms of physical stature. Right. Um, but he's done just fine. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think he needs to add that much more bulk or – I'd say at least 10 yeah
0: at least 10 pounds of muscle because his legs are tiny man yeah he takes one good hit and he's gonna snap it yeah I mean i I want to see him get on the get on the squat rack and hit that squat rack and then do leg presses all day then get some shoulder workout in too
1: yeah I'm sure they'll they'll keep. They'll keep him progressing in that yeah. regard. But, uh, boy, I don't want to lose, like I said, whatever it takes, I don't want to lose that kind of, uh, as I called it earlier, that slippery feel. He it kind of felt like dating myself here a little Felt a little like Randall Cunningham, yeah. you know, just how yeah. he could get around and then he can sling it. And
0: I mean, Clone, Clone just texted me and said he has a future uh, divisions winner ticket that has the Saints on it and said I was right if Carolina finds a way to upset Tampa Bay, the winner of Atlanta and New Orleans takes the NFC South. Oh, God. What a
1: brutal, That's brutal a- yeah, it's it's taken over for the. It's AFC like watching.
0: South. Yeah, it's taken over for the AFC South, but it's also taken over for the NFC East. Yeah. The way the NFC East was until Philly got good, until Dak Prescott found a way to get his head out of his rear end.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we'll probably. Uh, I think we're going to hear more from Clone a little later in the show, but. Uh, we're going to probably go ahead and hit a break now. When we come back, you know, what we haven't talked about is there's kind of a big college football game tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, national championship game. We haven't talked about the college football playoff games, which were pretty great. They were. that.
0: We'll get into that, but yeah. I do want to talk about it. Those were probably two of the best college football playoff games that I've, that I've seen since the inception of the idea.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. All right, well, you're here with us in the neutral zone. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk a little more about uh, the Natty tomorrow night. And uh, take your calls if you want to. Area code 865-546-8200. Give us a shout. We'll be right back. Welcome back, God. Sunday. Is anybody have kind of still like holiday hangover? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, man. It's been all this week. I'm, my I've sleep's had, all weird. I had two else. short weeks at work in a row, and still they felt like about the two longest weeks I've ever had. Yeah. So.
2: Well, we were we were the only show on air last week, so. Yeah. You guys are getting your stuff together, and then uh, the Jake show, whatever that is, uh, he's getting his stuff together. and
1: Yeah, quick, quick promo note. Thank you, Bear. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., the inaugural, the first episode of the Fan Run Morning Show with me and uh, John Reed. We've been doing a couple run-throughs. We're excited about it. We haven't gotten into a fight yet. That's great news. We're getting there. So, uh, and then, yeah, uh, for those of you who know Jake Miller, he'll be doing uh, his show at 10 a.m. right after us. So part of the new lineup um, and probably more changes to come down the line. All good, though. But uh, please tune in and check us out. And uh, we will be taking calls. We have a great first guest uh, on Monday morning. Um,
2: i not going to lie, look low-key kind of jelly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got this uh, coach that. Some people wish could do more in March, but you know what? We're going to enjoy what we're doing right now. Rick Barnes will be joining us tomorrow on the show, so uh, please check us out if you get a moment.
2: You know, I ran into him last week. Really? Yeah. Just randomly at the scramble gas station. Scramble the street. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh-uh. he's such a nice guy. Yeah, he is. He's a good dude. He is.
1: Um, he is. Yeah, so uh, yeah. So check, uh, check out Fan Run Radio tomorrow morning. Some new stuff happening, new shows. It should be good. We're excited. Um, so we're going to talk for a little bit about this national championship game. Cloney is going to be joining us here shortly too, to talk about some of his, uh, NFL thoughts. He might even chime in a little bit on the natty as well. Um, Aaron, this, uh, you, you talked about it before we hit the break. These, uh, college football playoff games that happened on new year's day. Incredible. They were great, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, had a little money on Alabama, Covering the spread of, I think it was two and a half or three and a half. And then Jalen Milrow found a way just to dash my hopes and dreams and make me lose some money. It's, it's real, real beautiful. I mean, it was fun watching Alabama lose. I'm glad they're not in it because I think they'd beat Washington. But I think Washington's got a serious, serious chance to make Jeremy Pruitt look like an idiot.
1: Yeah, that was on my list of notes. I mean, yeah. you've uh, by now, many of you've probably seen uh, Penix's press conference, you know, yeah. pre-game press conference that uh, where he said, "No, man, I was going to Tennessee, and uh, Coach Pruitt pulled my offer."
0: Yep, pulled his pulled his offer. That is, oh my god! I mean, I just, I'm never going to be able to get over that. That and Trevor Lawrence are the two worst fumbles. In Tennessee, coaching stupidity history.
1: That is why I say, when we ha- think we've got it bad at any point in time with Josh Heupel, just never forget, never forget the ineptitude that we were languishing Sub, in, yeah, subjected to,
0: yeah. and tortured with for
1: not just Proulx, twenty years, but before him and Dooley, you know, B- yeah. Phil
0: Fulmer's last two years.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's been it's been horrible. And we, you know, this year was a little choppy. It's almost like last year felt like maybe, maybe too much too soon. It was great. But you know, when we right. were at 11 and two um, and that, but what that did was make this year's expectations, you know, hard and.
0: Right. And I think a little unrealistic. I mean, yeah, I think when we started the season, all of us were probably in that eight to 10 win range and, I mean, nine wins is not bad, but it sucks losing to that clown in Columbia, Missouri. I hate losing to them. And I hate losing to Florida, especially as bad as they were this year. Alabama, being a college football playoff team, doesn't make me as mad. Losing to Georgia doesn't make me as mad because they arguably could have been in I mean, they destroyed Florida State. They should have been probably in the playoff. I hate saying it, but...
1: But yeah, I I think that um, yeah, getting back on track too with the playoffs. Right. Um, I think that uh, uh, I begrudgingly say it. It's you know, it looks like the committee got it right with those four teams. I mean, Georgia yeah. would have done well in there too, but there were no blowouts. Um, no. Florida State. Like it or not. I was one of the people championing Florida State being in the playoffs. Me and you both were. But they would have gotten They would have gotten
0: killed because they didn't have Jordan Travis. And, you know, I don't think they would have had the guys opt out that did for that Georgia game if they made the playoff. Right. And if Jordan Travis wasn't hurt, they probably would have given Michigan a game if they had been slid in there at number four. Yeah. Honestly think if they had had the team that more or less started the season they would have beat Michigan.
1: Yeah, it yeah, I it and it's so funny too. There's been so many people griping about that uh the Big 10's been touting that Hey, it's already it's a Big Ten national championship game yeah, because of Washington. No. I, I think Washington's going to beat them, no, honestly. I, I, I hope so. But what I was going to say, too, is anybody that's griping about that, do you think if it had been Texas and Alabama that the SEC wouldn't have been saying the oh, same thing? Oh, they'd be all over. Yeah, yeah, same thing. You know it. Yeah. You know it. But uh, spread on that game is four and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I think – I'm with you, I think Washington can win that game and i I think it's gonna be a good game though i i don't well, see I don't see a blowout on either side
0: Michigan runs the ball a ton with Corum. yeah Washington's got a solid run defense their secondary kind of sucks, not gonna lie i yeah. mean but Texas was a great passing team to begin with, but I think Washington can shut their run game down
1: i i I agree and I think that
0: and I think Penix will throw all over that secondary too. That's what I was going to say. Because he's – I mean, Milrow did it. Milrow was terrible that game, more or less. With Penix in there, who should have won the Heisman.
1: Yeah. He – I think he's going to throw all over Um, It'll be interesting because Michigan has a good defense. They have a very good defense. They looked even better somehow against Alabama. It was weird. Uh, And – it, so it, it made me think, oh man, how's Washington gonna be able to do against them? But I, I agree with you. After further review, I think that uh, the pass defense with Michigan is a little more suspect than the run defense. Right. So. Right. Um, he's got
0: he's got Odens out there that can run all over everybody. I mean, he's in that same tier with Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. With speed and maneuverability and being able to find the ball,
1: so. I mean it's interesting too this and i this one hit close to home with me but i i throw this out there you know uh so Penix before he came to washington he was at indiana right so was kalen deboer right and that was the year it was i guess post-covid and indiana was a top 10 team that year right and so the question is, is it because of Penix? Is it because of DeBoer? Is it because of both? It's probably both. I would say so. Because, I mean, once they vacated, Indiana's back to being terrible. Right. You know? Well, Um,
0: I mean, DeBoer takes this Washington team to the national championship in year two. Yeah. With Penix. So, I I do think it's the both of them. And I think DeBoer, if he can get another quarterback in there of that caliber, I think Washington's going to be – top 12 team for a while
1: yeah so and this is about as healthy as penix has stayed in quite a while too yeah i Um, mean four four straight acl injuries yeah
0: or well season ending injuries i don't remember if they're all acl but i know he tore his acl twice yeah but i i've i've been just nothing but impressed with them all year so, well,
1: and we've covered this in previous shows. I was skeptical of them for the longest time, and I yeah. think I don't think I was alone. But now it's like, how can you how can you not give them their due? Their- I think when
0: they beat Oregon that first time, um, I think that's probably where I started drinking the Kool Aid a little bit because yeah. I knew how good Oregon was, and you know, to start the season, I didn't have any faith in Bo Nix, but I mean, he still he showed up, man. Yeah, and they were good, but
1: yeah, um, yeah. I, I think I think I started. It took me a little longer. I started believing when they when they beat Oregon that second time. Yeah, you know, I was like, okay, the, I gotta I gotta yeah. accept the fact this is a good team, and yeah, they're uh, they're not gonna hide from anyone. And then back to what you said earlier about Drinkwitz and Missouri. I watched a lot, of, and it was painful, but I watched a lot of that Cotton Bowl game Dude, against it was Ohio the worst, State.
0: It was the worst college football game I think I've ever watched. It
1: was rough, but, I mean, and, and it's tough <laughs> watching him, you know. It's two
0: teams I despise, two yeah. coaches I despise, and the one that I despise more, one.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> – I, 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 we have I, to admit, I legit though,
0: don't think I've hated a coach more in probably the last twenty years, then I hate drink wits. I yeah. just think he's such a phony, and he's just such a goon. Yeah, he just acts so goofy. <laughs> I mean, he's he is worse to me than Beamer is to a lot of this. Oh fan base. come on, Aaron, dude, he's
2: worse than me. No, Beamer. he's not. He's worse.
0: Beamer's Beamer's a goofball, and he says some stupid things. But Drink is like Drink thinks he's got like ten inches
1: in his pants,
0: and he doesn't. Whoa.
1: I, uh, I. It's hard for me to. Beamer's kind of at the top of my list. I can't stand him, but, uh, but I think I don't like Beamer either. But I like him. D- Slightly more than drink. I, the the part the hardest part for me to accept is not even about drink wits. Is more about that team was good. It's like yeah. I never I never thought I they hated were, it too. Yeah, but they, they, they were they were they were definitely uh, they were strong. Is was Brady Cook a senior? as he graduated or is he? Uh, I don't know. Because he is you know they, there was a lot of talk about the running back and um, all of those things. But uh, man, I thought Brady Cook was really the. The straw that stirred the drink on that team, man. Yeah, was... him
0: and that running back, Schaefer and yeah. Luther.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I forgot. You know, was it which which receiver they had? Was it uh, was it Burden or DeWeese yeah. who came from Oklahoma?
0: Um, it wasn't Luther Burden because he was it a freshman. Be at,
1: yeah. Because he, I mean, he had some weapons. That was Brady Cook
0: is a junior, but I could see him declaring.
1: Yeah.
0: Because somebody will take him, probably second round, but they'll take him. I and mean, With the way the NFL is now and the way he runs and can scramble out of serious situations, I mean, somebody in the NFL will take him and start him.
2: Yeah. Cook is back next year, by the way. He, okay. Yeah, that's what we were
0: saying. So. Yeah. I knew he was a junior. I just didn't know if he was going to declare or not.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's, you talk about the NFL, that's a good segue. Maybe we can start talking about NFL. and I know we're going to be hearing from Clone here shortly, too. So, this weekend, it's week 18... Obviously, starting next weekend, we're going to have some just badass games in the playoffs yeah. and everything else. But this weekend is a little – I don't know. There's there's obviously some things hanging in the balance, but, boy, there's a lot of throwaway games too.
0: Yeah, I just – I want to end the season on a high note and I want to beat Colonies Broncos. And If we hadn't lost to the Colts last week and we beat the Broncos this week, we would have a shot at the playoffs, but, you know – Indianapolis knocks us out, and then last night we already we already kind of harped on that a little bit, but. oh yeah,
1: yeah, they um yeah it's two years out of three that the Colts went into the last weekend with they could control their own destiny and they don't do it right so. it
0: was it was a really, really disgusting and tough way to to lose,
1: yeah, um well, yeah, I agree, but uh, well, there were two games yesterday, obviously that uh God, that's st- if the Steelers make it into the playoffs, I'm gonna just uh, I'm gonna consider boycotting the playoffs. That's the, that <laughs> so why they need
2: the Titans to win.
1: Yeah, I th- think so. Yeah, that's what it would take. Um, well, no, if the Jags if actually, the, if the it's Jags
0: either win, if the Jags or the Bills lose, I think yeah. either one of them.
2: Yeah, so the Bills are either going to be the number two seed or they're not in the playoffs. Yes, it seems that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is. Yeah, like I said, they're. While I, well, there's a lot of throwaway games. Top of the list is New New York Jets at New England with that oh, with God. that 29 point total. Um, plus the weather's bad up there and too. Patriots are somehow two and a half point favorites. Yeah. In that um, game. Yeah. I, I, there's there's some. And tough it's going games. to be a
0: brutal game to watch. Yeah. If it's it. Thank God. i it's sad that I'm saying thank God that the that we'll probably end up with something else. It's probably going to be the Panthers and the Bucks on Fox, wouldn't you think? I would think so.
1: In this market. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah. going to be a brutal game, too. Um, we talked briefly um, about last night's game with uh, Colts and Texans, and we don't need to talk about the game itself. But, again, uh, I, I come away, couldn't be more impressed with C.J. Stroud. I yeah. I mean, he is and, – and also it just seems like just a – quality kid too I mean in yeah. the interviews and everything he's just a leader how he has taken that team as a rookie I don't know if you saw when they brought him in into the locker room at the end of the game uh, it was him and D'Amico Ryan's coming in and you know place went nuts and it's like he's he's their guy man yeah. I mean he is their he's their leader and I mean that's rare when it's a rookie I mean, he's, got just, that. he's unbelievably impressive
0: I mean he had that throw late off his back foot that the receiver should have had. I think it was. He threw it into triple coverage and it hit the receiver right in the hands. Yeah. And he dropped it, but still, he had to throw off his back foot getting destroyed. He's, he, he's nothing but impressive.
1: Yeah. He's, uh, They're fun too, man. I mean, they got some, uh, they've got some weapons too with Nico Collins. Tank Dell's out for the year, but I mean, the future looks really bright for that team.
0: Yeah. And
1: Will Anderson is a beast. Yeah, he is.
0: Even, even being injured last night, he still was all over Minshew for most of the game. Yeah,
1: no doubt. Well, I think we've, uh, made contact with our, our guy clone. Um, who always has some interesting uh, perspectives. Particularly as we're heading into NFL games on a Sunday. So uh Cloney, how you feeling, man?
0: Playoffs? You <laughs> kidding me? Playoffs? Raiders? Playoffs? <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up?
4: Not much. Not much. I appreciate you guys holding it down and uh yeah, man, just trying to trying to get ready for what? Week 18, a day full of uh you know that was that was terrible for Colts fans, obviously last night. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, just a, a crazy week. I, I think there's going to be a lot of crazy week, and 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 you know for for uh, for the the crazy parlay players like Aaron, myself, and you just want to throw a banger out there. You know, I mean, we'll we'll get to that in a second. But this is one of those weeks where you could pretty much you're going to see guys. Already, you're seeing Vegas lines on the sides and totals fluctuating, and you know, like the Chiefs being a uh, a pretty sizable underdog today because they're you know they're not going to play most of their starters and guys like Chris Jones, who by the way might have the most incentivized reason of playing today. I think he gets he gets a half of a sack, so even if he assists on a sack, he gets like one point two five million. So. That might be a nice little, uh, you know, go search under your sports books there, guys, and play, uh, you know, a sack, and he gets a $1.25 million. I guess that's probably uh, enough motivation to lace him up today.
1: Yeah, we were talking before you called in about, <laughs> and I don't want to spend too much time on this, but it could be Bill Belichick's last game with the Patriots. Yep. But they they're going up against the Jets. Weather's a factor up in that part of the country. the The total on that game is 29, and sadly, it may go under. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean that that is one I will not be watching. But could be the end of a of an era, um, depending upon what goes on with Belichick. Um, there's already no chatter. Doubt. There's already chatter. A couple teams are lining up wanting to talk to him. One is Aaron's Raiders, and. Uh, Another one is the Commanders pass. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't. I, the, the. We were saying the fit with Belichick and Las Vegas just doesn't. feel You think right. him and
0: Mark Davis are going to get along at all?
1: No, I
4: don't see
0: that. No.
1: <laughs> but, um, but anyway, what other games pop for you? I think the, you know, obviously the night game um, <laughs> with Buffalo at Miami has got huge implications, and. Um, you know what? I think we're going to learn a little bit more about is Miami, man. After what happened last week, as as entertaining as they are, um, as fun to watch as uh, Mike McDaniel is and that team is, it seems like when they get in a big game, um, they haven't won many of those. And uh, tonight, right. tonight's you couldn't get a bigger game than tonight. I mean, they're obviously going to be in the playoffs, but the question is, are they going to be uh, a two seed or lower?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think the thing if you look at Dolphins through their lens, I mean, they they just need to get everybody healthy. No Waddle, no Mostert. Um, you know, that's that's been big. They were missing I know one of their one of their best offensive linemen. And now you lose uh an ex-Bronco, a guy who was playing career his peak football, Bradley Chubb, just a freak injury last week and um, you know, he's done and Vic Fangio, listen, there's, there's guys like that all across the league, Aaron. We, we talked about it for years. Some of those guys like, you know, Phillips, uh, Wade. I mean, those guys are not great front-of-the-room guys. Uh, but, man, can they coach football? Can Steve Spagnolia, you know, with the Chiefs and defense? I mean, there's a ton of those guys. And he's no different. And uh, Fangio has them balling out. I think the Bills will find a way to win. I think um, – you know, I just you you know when when you come to a lot of these games, I think too. The other game that has you know there's there's two games that have really big meaning, and uh, you know the Panthers. I don't I don't think they'll win, but any given Sunday, they're at home. Um, they are going to try you know try to play spoiler uh, row and knock the knock the Bucks out of the playoffs. The Bucks have been playing pretty well, uh, but if that happens, then the game in uh, New Orleans, you know, Atlanta, New Orleans. Has, you know, has some significant meaning, uh, which I I do have two plays in that one. I'll I'll get to those in a second, uh, prop plays, but I think it's just going to be one of them wild, crazy days. Also, you speak of, uh, you know, legacy, and, and, you know, and I see a video here just minutes ago before I hopped on with you guys of, you know, King Henry making that walk. I mean, it's the last, more than likely, it's the last, uh, you know, last game for the Titans he'll play, and, uh, you know, I was in the camp that they should have traded him before the season. Um, you know, yeah, because they're, they're, they're not going to get
0: like anything uh, probably other than a second or third-round pick for him at this point.
4: I, yeah, and I don't even know if you get – I mean, they might get that now. Who yeah, knows? I mean, exactly. he's just turned 30. I, I just say that while the iron's hot, you know, the old saying, strike while the iron's hot. Imagine, just imagine, Dallas Cowboys with that defense, with that offense, take a little pressure off of Dak. Who is playing M V P level, but again, he's sorta of like our you know, our situation over here. We got a great basketball team. I am willing to give it because this is a different team. I wanna see Dallas, I wanna see Dak, you know, put the team on his shoulders because they do not have the running game that they've had. Everybody thought that Tony Pollard was the answer and he's just not been. Imagine if you had given up a second or maybe two future Seconds or a second and a third by the trade deadline for Derrick Henry on that team you put Henry there or with the Eagles I think it's one of the things that's missing with the Eagles is they Swift is uh is really good in space but they you know they when they lost uh, the kid that went to Carolina the running back he, he was he was their bell cow and just getting six seven yards on first down and and setting up play action and read options and Second and short were huge with Hurts in that offense. But with all that being said, I think I think uh, you know Aaron was touching on it a little bit ago. That there's some games today with significant uh, Tampa. Uh, you know, if they win, they're in. They win the division. I actually have a futures with the Saints on that division, and I have and I need Buffalo. I need yeah, I need Buffalo to beat Miami. I need Jacksonville to win today, so I've got three right there. You know, a pretty nice ten dollar free play on BetMGM that would would bring back like four hundred. I don't know. I think it was four twenty two or something like that. But I, I, you know, I already have the others locked in: Kansas City, you know, San Fran, um, Detroit. But I, my my biggest thing is th- these playoffs are going to be so wide open. Um, Guys, I, I just, I mean, I, I look at him like, I'm like Bob, too. I don't, you know, Pittsburgh getting in and, and backing in, and if they were to get in, I just, man, it's crazy. Um, but Derrick Henry, yeah, that that's a tough one, man. There's a guy who you've watched him, and, you know, even if you're not a Titans fan, you just have a level of appreciation for a guy that is built like a linebacker and his durability, and he can leave guys. I mean, he can literally house you know, 70, 80 yard runs and guys can't catch him. It's just, uh, it's crazy. He, he spent his uh, entire life with, I won't say a dud, but really just never really put a a winner around him.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm just looking at, uh, yeah, this playoff implications. I know we talked about it. It's, uh, the AFC, it's crazy, man. There's, uh, there's a lot of things that have to, to go right for Pittsburgh. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but it's but it's doable, and uh yeah, I yeah, you I said it earlier, I won't rehash it, I just can't picture them in the playoffs they've been so brutal to watch this season, and yep. I have friends that are Steelers fans, and you know, hey, you're still in the running, and my team's not, but it's uh it's painful, um you know the other th- you know, you talked about Bradley Chubb with the Dolphins. You know, the, the Dolphins have had some bad luck. You know, they lost Jalen Phillips yep. about three weeks ago, and he was having like an All-Pro year. Um, and you know, it sounds like Tua is going to play through it, but Tua is banged up. I mean, they they are definitely leaking oil here at, as they get near yes. the end of the regular yeah. season. So, I, and Buffalo seems to be, you know, Buffalo is playing with urgency. It's almost like they they played so poorly about a month ago that now that, you know, it's almost like they're better. You know what I mean? Now that they've been like, right. you know, you put them up against the wall. Um, so that's going to be an interesting game tonight for sure. That's the one I'm most interested in watching. I've got a. Make sure to remind my wife, who is now a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Jesus, because Lord. of oh no. Well, it's because of all the you know Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift stuff and everything else. Swift stuff. Yeah. She asked me. It. She asked me today, this morning, like, what time do the Chiefs play? I was like, I don't know. And why do you care? <laughs> but, um, you know, but I, I'll have to tell her, like, you know, your guy might not even be playing. You know, Mahomes probably isn't, so uh, right. I, I doubt we'll see Kelsey. And by the way, you know, not for nothing, he has had, you, you know, this clone and Aaron and Bear, you guys all play fantasy football. He's been a disappointment this year, man. He, it's been a yeah. tough year. A little bit. Yeah.
4: Yeah, he's I- – Look, I think – I don't know if you can say, okay, the torch has been passed, but I can tell you in one of my dynasty leagues, for instance, uh, David Njoku, who I I tried to trade for early in the year, not because he was going to be getting passes from the aforementioned, uh, I guess, dinosaur (laughs) Joe Flacco. Yes. I thought, you know, their, hey, second year in the system with Watson, you know – but man, what a freak and what a talent! Um, and I mean, yeah, it's it's almost like with Kelsey, you know. I just think there's a lot of things going on there uh, with them. And I'm going to tell you guys, I know, I, you know, maybe I'm just a conspiracy theorist, and I've been vocal about him. I'm a Bronco, so it sounds like, oh, he just, you know, it's his arch rival. I have never, in the last two or three weeks, it's almost like the NFL script, the book, like like the NFL officiating. In the league, Goodell knew that people were on to them. I'd, I, for for the longest time, they were getting every little flag, it was like Alabama in football. I, I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. I know no, people that I'm, are I'm team with fans. You. Yeah, and he, the last few weeks, I have seen Mahomes rolling out and multiple flags being thrown. I'm like, yep. where in the hell have
0: these been? For the, for the last, last three, three years? years. Yeah, exactly. No, I've got a good uh, I've got a good friend who's a huge Chiefs fan and even he's right. blown away by all the crap that they get away with. <laughs> yeah. Um, so
1: yeah.
0: I do have uh, go ahead, Bob.
1: Yeah, no, just real quick to put a bow on Kelsey too. Um there if you if you haven't seen it, there's an interesting article. It's in the New York Times and they talk about it came out this week about how Kelsey's people, his camp, they're – and I've seen this too. It's like, you know, he made the Saturday Night Live appearance last year and done some other stuff. There. He's got a whole other angle besides football that he wants to do. Right. You know, he wants to be like the next, you know, Dwayne Rock Johnson. And he might be able to be. I think be.
0: his brother does too. But yeah. I, but and I so, actually like Jason.
1: Yeah, and so I, th- <laughs> I think – I wouldn't be surprised if we see Kelsey kind of hang it up here in the next year or two. I really believe that he's got other ambitions and, and you know, there's some yep. schools that thought that maybe that's why he's with Taylor Swift is that helps raise his profile a little more. I don't know. We'll see, but I don't know. It's interesting, but I know you have other stuff you want to cover too here. Oh,
4: well, yeah, no, I just, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to touch on just, and then and then I'll throw some NFL picks out there. We've been pretty good with them on the show, but uh, last, I think the last, the last, you know, obviously the last two weeks we were off, but the weeks prior to that, I think I had a couple of weeks there where we were just, you know, three and three, three and two. So we didn't really make any money, but I feel good today. I'll make some money for you guys. Um, before I do, though, on to that college basketball, you know, this SEC is, <laughs> Aaron touched on it about the, um, you know, the Lenardi projections and all that. And I saw where, you know, like John Rothstein and he was doing some stuff the other day, was talking about how how strong the SEC really is. Um, man, I mean, there's some there's some quality teams and, you know, Bruce is certainly getting it. I do think Arkansas starting out like look but I literally like you know, that guy will find a way by the end of the year, I think we'll all just like save the tape and we'll be like, Wow, most of has got them playing like they're gonna you know, win a couple games in the tournament. And they, you know, again, they've they've kind of struggled out of the gate. Uh, Alabama's been hit or miss. uh, But this this conference, man, right now uh, is – it's the strongest, like with – and when I say top, like top-heavy teams, yeah, you could make the argument Tennessee, certainly Auburn. Kentucky will be there. I think at the end of the year they'll be one of those top 20, you know, certainly a top – you know, maybe a top four seed perhaps maybe top five, but this is the strongest collection of, like, five to seven teams that I've seen in the SEC in a few years. Bob, maybe you, you can recall or remember something, uh, but I, I, this is the strongest SEC's look to me. Uh, this early in the year, with with so much expectation, with a lot of basketball to play, obviously.
1: No, I agree, top to bottom. That's what we were talking about. Take Vanderbilt out of the equation. I mean, it's it's a tough conference. There, there is no doubt it's going to be a you know battlefield all you know conference season long. I was just looking at Ken Palm. You know, the, the, right now Tennessee's four in Ken Palm. Auburn's five. Alabama's ten, um, and then Kentucky's eighteen. I thought they'd be a little higher, but. Um, I you know I I agree with you. I think it's going to be uh, and and again the fan base. We got about two minutes left, so I'll just say this and then turn it yep. over to you, Cloney. The fan base is got to be prepared. They're going to lose. Tennessee's going to lose some conference games. It's just going to happen, man. And that doesn't mean no that we got to run Barnes out of town or you know, fold up the program. It's just the reality. It's going to be tough.
4: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, and and I think Barnes is as. Whereas he might not have been as accepting, uh, kind of an old school co- coach,
0: yeah. he's
4: now understanding if you're going to win and thrive in this in this level of basketball, you gotta you gotta accept the NIL stuff. And I think you're starting to see that. Let's see. Let's give him another March with this team before we throw dirt on him. Um, okay. So quickly, the uh, the NFL plays I like. We said I did mention Derrick Henry. You know, final final game perhaps. Uh, Six of seven home games this year, he's went over his rush. He's went over 70 yards or 75, something like that. It's only sitting at 51 and a half. I take that as a chance today. I think he he comes out and balls out. Um, I still like the Jags to win. Now, anytime touchdowns, I feel really good. I mean, I have got a ton of these. And, again, I think this is one of those days where you could put some backups that might get touchdowns that, you know, aren't necessarily going to start because they're going to pull players. But the solid ones I like James Connor uh, for Arizona. He has six touchdowns in the last uh, four games. Seahawks allowed the third most touchdowns, rushing touchdowns per game. So that's a solid one I like. I like Rashad White uh, anytime touchdown against Carolina uh, in the Saints game. And I'll post I'll post these on Twitter. Blake Group, the kicker, always take kickers against the Falcons. I think two, it's a win or die type game. So I think defenses will buckle down a little bit. In that game, Saints-Falcons, I like Blake Group for the Saints, over one-and-a-half field goals made. And uh, and I believe on FanDuel, by the way, that's six-and-a-half p- total points. So, so two field goals and an extra point gets you there. I think that gets home for you. I uh, also like uh, Chris Olave to go over his uh, 70 yards uh, receiving. Uh, and then I think the no-brainer, I literally just fall out of bed and, and just hit auto-bet every week, especially in a big game like this. Why not just take Josh Allen? He's only minus one twenty-five anytime touchdown. I would absolutely play that. Um, those are those are games I like right there. As far as sides, man, I just think there's so much. It's tricky. I mean, uh, but all in all, those are the plays I like. I'll post them uh, for later. And uh, hey, I, I appreciate you guys being in there, man.
1: You bet, man. Hey, we got to bounce. We're running out of time. Uh, Clone, good to hear from you. For Aaron, for Bear, this is Bob. Check out the Fan Run Morning Show tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great Sunday.